1: and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right back. Simons in the handoff. Ken cuts to the left. First down and more. 30, 25, 20. Simonton on his way. Ken into the end zone. Touchdown Beavers. And the streak is going to end here tonight. Black Snap on target to Nick. He gets a much better punt away here. Sammy Strader back to his 30 yard line. Starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam. 45 midfield, 45 40, he's got a chance to go. 20 15, 10 5.
0: The, the official Christmas podcast night. of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters. I'm your host, head chef, planner, and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from some driveway out in Salem, my co host and brother The Beach. You know, you've had some interesting places to record from the last couple weeks.
1: You, you know, I i do. I, I'd like to think I'm hiding from the government, but I don't think that's the case today. But, um, You know, I, you know, well, you know me better than anybody, Billy. It's like, you know, I work all the time, so I'm just in between, you know, I've had my truck for almost three months and I am at 9,950 miles.
0: Wow. That's nuts.
1: Yeah. So I'm doing roughly at this point, 40,000 miles a year.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. What's crazy is you live closer to
1: work now, don't you? No, actually, I live farther away from work. Oh, but it's probably so, quicker. It's faster. Yeah. Well, it's 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 more consistent. Let's put it that way. So on on a Saturday, it's probably slower. On a weekday, it's probably the same same t- same time, but a lot less stressful because I don't have all the freaking vehicles on the road. Yep. So.
0: Well, the purpose of illegal participation is for us to spread our insight, experiences, and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others, and just generally talk Beaver sports, football, tailgate, and have some fun along the way. And uh, Beege, this will be a pretty short show this week because we obviously don't have a lot of football to talk about, or just a lot of Beaver sports in general. But I want to remind mm-hmm. everybody, uh, you can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device, Stitcher Radio app, um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, everything out there. And Beege, we are now on, mm-hmm. we are now on Spotify Radio.
1: You know, I don't use Spotify, but that's exciting.
0: Yeah, I got us on Spotify. Oh, and you can hear us on iHeartRadio too.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, i, I do occasionally pick up iHeartRadio when I'm out of uh, the Beaver Broadcast area.
0: Well, if you get on and, there, then you can listen to uh, you can listen to uh, Illegal Participation.
1: They they have podcasts on iHeartRadio.
0: Yep, and one of them is Illegal okay. Participation.
1: Unbelievable. Normally, I'm just looking for like. Uh, uh, I think what is it, KEX? Yeah, because I think they play the Beaver, Beaver games. Yep. Okay. So,
0: well, uh, if you want to get cool. in touch with us, if you want to get in touch with us, a couple ways: at Gmail.com at on Twitter, and Tailgator on Facebook, and Beege. Billy, we did get some email.
1: Ooh, I love email. What do we got?
0: Okay, so this is from listener Doug.
1: What did listener Doug have to say?
0: Okay, listener Doug says. Finally listened to the fastest illegal participation in history. At least my history of listening to illegal participation, but that's not important. Two thoughts. First, I'm not sure if you limit the Tommy Tuberville Jackets award to football, but in a basketball game against Seton Hall, a duck player sitting on the bench tripped a Seton Hall player as he was headed back down the court. Even the guys who aren't good enough to get into a game are jerks. I'm, school is, I'm sure the school is very proud, and I'm sure Altman doesn't give a shit. And with that, Beach, it is time to get into this week's Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the Week Award. Now, every week we like to discuss a person in college athletics who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And like Doug said, Beach, this one's going out to a player on the University of Oregon basketball team. I'm sure you haven't seen this.
1: I have not seen this.
0: Okay. You can look it up later. You can look it up on uh, okay. YouTube and just look up uh, Oregon basketball tripping. Okay.
1: But okay. Uh, so means, right.
0: this is actually happened last week. Oregon freshman forward Luke Moore, excuse me, Luke War has issued an apology for tripping Seton Hall senior star Miles Powell during Wednesday's game in Paradise Island, Bahamas. Now, War said in a statement Thursday, quote, I want to apologize to Miles Powell and the Seton Hall team for my actions on the bench Wednesday night. I acted in an unsportsmanlike manner. I am truly sorry for that and regret my actions. Now, Beach, during the second half of an opening round game at the Battle for Atlantis, War, who has not played for the Ducks yet this season and was sitting on the bench, stuck out his leg to trip Powell, who's the leading scorer for the Pirates and who had 32 points in 36 minutes against the Ducks. Now, Powell didn't fall as a result of the trip. But he gave, but he gave Ward a dirty look.
1: What a dick move!
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's just a complete dick move. And if you watch it, you can totally tell that he did it on purpose. It's completely obvious.
1: Do, do you think that with cameras rolling and stuff, you're not gonna get caught on that, those things? That,
0: well, that's my thing. Do you think someone's not gonna see that?
1: Millions of selfies and 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 videos and. Everything going on, just waiting for the next uh, next big thing, and uh, you think just by chance you're going to throw a foot out there, trip a guy, and people aren't going to realize it. Yep, looking for the next yeah.
0: jackass. So with that jackass maneuver, Luke War of the University of Oregon basketball team, you get this week's <laughs> jackass of the week. righty, Beach. Now back to listener Doug's email. He continues. Okay. Second, you need to refresh your memory of the John and Lorena Bobbitt story. This is because last week, Beach, we were talking about the snow. Uh-huh. You asked me if it snowed. Okay, so Doug goes yeah. on. It's a bit old, and I've forgotten the exact details. Do you remember John and Lorena Bobbitt, Beach?
1: Yeah, she cut off his penis and threw it out inside. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, out the window when she was driving away.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, Doug c- 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 uh, goes on here, but basically Lorena was pissed and whacked off a f- <laughs> whacked off. That's a nice wording there. Whacked off a couple inches of John's <laughs> dick and threw it out. I'm not kidding. So no- we normal,
1: ha- normally I'm whacking no more, normally I'm whacking off my own. I've never had you know. <laughs> anyway, go on. And, Sorry.
0: <laughs> and funny, but it's still only a couple of inches. So anyways, Beach. So when we have a little bit of snow, Doug continues. Our line is a bobbit of snow meaning just a couple inches on the ground. Gotcha. I think that's pretty good. I, I like that term, a bobbit of snow.
1: <laughs> bobbit of snow.
0: There you go. Uh, Doug uh, Doug finishes up hoping for Philly cheesesteaks during baseball season. That's a mm-hmm. definite possibility. We will try to do that. He finishes up, love your show. P.S. I don't know Kyle, but I'm with you. I hate him too, I guess. And if you did know <laughs> Kyle, if you knew Kyle like I knew Kyle, you'd hate him. <laughs> All right. Chloe, so thanks for that email. Um, okay. Beach, are you ready to talk a little bit of Beaver sports news?
1: Yes. What do we got?
0: Not much because uh, there wasn't much last week after the Thanksgiving Day holiday. And quite frankly, there's not much this week because of finals week. But we have a little okay. bit of news. Uh, first up, women's volleyball.
1: I thought women's volleyball was over for the year.
0: It is beach Oregon state opposite <laughs> Haley Bennett received PAC 12 honorable mention accolades when the postseason awards were announced by the conference last Tuesday, Bennett, a junior who hails from philom Oregon set career highs in nearly every statistical category in 29, 2019, excuse, excuse me. Uh, she also led the Beavers with 333 kills and she'll be next wow. year. She'll be back next year for a senior season.
1: Well, congratulations to her.
0: Yeah. All right, Beads moving on, a little bit of women's basketball.
1: Loving women's basketball, Billy. How, how are How's Rook and the girls doing?
0: Well, they actually did have a game last week, and freshman Kennedy Brown and Taylor Jones lifted the number five Oregon State women's basketball team to a 64-32 to win over Hawaii Friday evening at Gill Coliseum. Brown scored 16 points for the second straight game, going six for nine from the floor and four for six from the three-point line. The forward also tallied six rebounds and a block. Jones finished with 12 points on 5 of 6 shooting and added seven rebounds and two blocks. Michaela Pivic recorded 11 points and seven rebounds. Destiny Slocum tallied 10 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. Now, with that win, Beej, the Beeves remained perfect at 8-0 on the season, matching their best start since the 2015-2016 team won the first eight games of that year. Now, that team, Beej, went on to go to the Final Four. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Now the so, Beavs
1: are so starting off well.
0: Starting off well, and the Beavs are one of sixteen remaining unbeaten teams in the nation. And they will probably they will probably move up from their five six rating.
1: Um, Good this, this week. So just, just got to keep winning. I, I, you, I'd like to go to a couple games this year, Billy. If we can try, I'm all down so. for it. Okay, give me a holler. Let me move hit, hit up on a weekend or a late night game.
0: Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to look and see when it works for our schedule. All right, Beach. Moving on. Uh, we also have a little bit of men's basketball. Okay. This Our
1: is, Tinkle and the boys.
0: Well, this is just a uh, announcement. Trace Tinkle was one of 46 players named to the initial watch list for the Oscar Robertson Trophy as selected by the U.S. Basketball Writers Association. Tinkle has now been named to the watch list for the John R. Wooden Award, the Naismith Trophy Men's Player of the Year, the Lute Olson Award, the Julius Irving small forward of the year award and the Oscar Robertson trophy. So up for all sorts sorts of awards and they will get back to, they will get back to uh, some games next week. Billy. Yes. Well, dang it.
1: You know, it's a bit hauling this stupid thing around. I'll tell you, but I do it because I love our podcast. Yeah. You love those listeners. You want to keep them informed. Yep. I do. I do. Because if it wasn't for me, I, I like, yes, we, we, we don't have an ignorant audience thanks to our efforts, you know? Yeah. So hold on here. Try to keep them informed. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Rip that bitch. Okay, Billy. Yes, Beach This just in. USDA titans food stamp work requirements worrying local duck athletes. The Trump administration is tightening work requirements for the federal food stamp program in a move that will slash benefits for hundreds of thousands of people. The final rule announced Wednesday will limit the ability of states to exempt work eligible adults from having to obtain steady employment in order to receive benefits through the supplemental nutritional assistance SNAP uh, program. The program is commonly referred to as food stamps or, in Oregon, the Oregon Trail Card and helps feed more than 36 million Americans, including 73 University of Oregon players, two coaches, and a student trainer. The university is extremely concerned for the health and well-being of our student athletes, said U of O president Michael Schill. Besides the tens of thousands of dollars, that are funneled to our players through bogus nonprofits, junk charities, or just stuffed down their pants pockets at booster club meetings, our players have nothing to live on. A petition has been sent around the campus requesting an impeachment of President Trump for being, and I quote, a really mean person. After reviewing, after reviewing the current incredibly pathetic impeachment efforts, it appears the University of Oregon may have justification in their claim. This has been your update from Eugene. Oh, there you go, Beach. That's crazy. Yeah. That, you know, I, it's I, just I, a damn shame I, 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 those poor athletes don't have enough to live on. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yeah, it's just a damn shame that those uh, those uh, players have to struggle through yeah. with uh, so little money. Yeah, all the money so. shoved
0: down their pants at booster club meetings.
1: <laughs> all righty.
0: Okay, Beach. Well, it is the final week of Pac 12 play. Are you ready to go under further review for the championship game of the Pac-12?
1: After further review, the runner did cross the line. Touchdown! Yes, let's talk. What do we got? Well, Beach, we only had one
0: game. It was Utah versus Oregon. I think most of it. Most uh, you you did you watch the game?
1: I did not. I was uh, I had a party that night. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, I watched. But the game. I I I heard. Utah just couldn't get, what was it, Oregon's defense was just too solid? Yeah,
0: it, well, yeah. Well, here, we'll go into it. C.J. Verdell ran for 208 yards and broke open the game with two long touchdown runs in the fourth quarter. And number 13, Oregon, spoiled number five Utah's playoff hopes with a 37-15 to 15 victory in the Pac-12 championship game Friday night. Now, the Utes came into the game hoping to make a case for one of four playoff spots with a conference title but instead got overmatched by Oregon and lost their second straight Pac-12 championship game. Now, Utah held 11 of 12 opponents to less than 100 yards rushing and led the country by allowing 56.3 yards per game rushing nationally. That's just crazy, prompting plenty of pregame talk about how the Utes' physical dominance could be the determining factor. But the Utes fell into a 20 to nothing hole in the first half and then gave up a 70 yard TD run to Verdell after cutting the deficit to 23 to 15. Now the Utes got back into the game with T D passes from Tyler Huntley to Zach Moss and Samson Nakua in the third quarter to cut the deficit to twenty to three. Excuse me, twenty-three to fifteen. Utah mm-hmm. then drove into territory before Huntley was sacked by Kevon Thibodeau on second down, leading to a punt on fourth on fourth and four from the forty. Now, Verdell struck with his big run five plays later, then added a 31-yard score later in the fourth quarter against the nation's top-ranked run defense to put the game out of reach. Now, coming to that game, Beach, Utah, I believe, had only allowed four rushing touchdowns all year, and then they allowed two in that game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really what kind of got going is Utah was moving the ball early. But then I think two or three different drives, two early, one later in the game, they went forward on fourth down. Yeah. And didn't get it. Really? And didn't get it. Yeah. And it really uh that really put a nail in them. And then I was really surprised at how well Oregon was able to run the ball against Utah.
1: Because Utah was so dominant when, when they played us, I mean I they were they just dominated physically.
0: Yeah. And I thought they would do that to Oregon, too, but they just, they just didn't.
1: Just didn't. Do you think Oregon just had a better game plan?
0: Uh, yeah, I really think so. They look to be better prepared.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, with that, Oregon wins the Pac-12 championship. Damn it, anyway.
1: Which is total pisser. Yep.
0: All right, Bage, let's talk about the Pac-12 in the final polls of the regular season. In the AP okay. poll. In the AP poll, Mm -hmm. Oregon ended up number seven, Utah 12. You know what that means, Billy? What? You know what that means, Billy? No natty. No natty. No natty. No natty. No natty. No natty. natty. Utah ended up uh, number 12, USC number 22, and then Arizona State and Cal are all in the others receiving votes category. In the coaches poll, Oregon ended up number six, Utah Mm -hmm. 10, USC Mm -hmm. 23, and Arizona State and Cal in the others receiving votes category. Now, Beach.
1: Yes, Billy.
0: Most important of them all in the final playoff poll of the year. Number one, LSU. Number two, Ohio State. Uh Uh-huh. Number three, Clemson. Number four, Oklahoma. And number five, Georgia. And then Oregon in at six. So you know what that means?
1: No natty? No natty. (laughs) no natty no natty did you watch did you watch that wisconsin ohio state game i i listened
0: to parts of it
1: oh i mean wisconsin was just if they could have played the second half like they did the first half they would have won the game yeah um but they just they didn't score in the second half and and ohio state
0: that also being said if ohio state played the first half like they did the second half they would have totally beat the holy living bejesus out of washington i mean wisconsin
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. They just,
0: it just—it was like tail of two halves. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, I was just the Wisconsin was playing so such a good game. I'm thinking, damn, you know, they have a chance of knocking these guys off, which you, you always love to see the underdog. You know, uh, when especially when you don't have any skin in the game, right? I no. didn't really care either or. I'm just watching a good game, and when I'm seeing Wisconsin, who's not supposed to win, dominating, fun to watch.
0: Yep, I'm 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 a Beaver fan, so I almost always root for the underdog
1: exactly <laughs> so, yeah.
0: so anyway so yeah so oregon ends up number six utah 11 and usc 22 in the final um, playoff poll all
1: right all right beach so, I, i'm i'm really disappointed oregon's going to the rose bowl
0: well well we'll, we'll so, talk about that here um after
1: your musical interlude Ooh, my musical interlude correct Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on here. I'm driving. I've got to pull over. The Jits is monitoring. Um, okay. See if anybody got that joke. Anyway, uh, so today's song is a song by American rock artist John Fogerty. It was released in December 1984 as the lead single from Fogerty's comeback album, Centerfield. It became a top 10 hit single, peaking at number 10 on the US Billboard Hot 100 in 1985 and spending three weeks at the number one spot on the Billboard Top, tra- top Rock Tracks chart. The song I'm speaking of is The Old Man Down the Road. Uh, the video for this song features what appears to be, through a little trickery, an extended, an extended single camera sequence that follows an electric guitar chord through various scenes. Fogarty appears briefly throughout the video, both as himself and as at least one other character, i.e. the character at the very beginning of the video. I think they're having like a picnic lunch or something. Um, The the most intriguing thing about this song, though, is the lawsuit. You see, Saul Zance, who owned the publishing rights to Creedence Clearwater Revival Songs, sued Fogarty, claiming the old man down the road sounded too much like the 1970 Creedence song, Run Through the Jungle. This bizarre lawsuit may have been the first time an artist was sued for plagiarizing himself. The case went to a jury and was eventually dismissed in Fogarty's favor. Although appeals kept the case alive until 1993, a frustrated Fogarty even refused to play any Creedence song on his 1986 tour. -hmm. During the trial, Fogarty at one point was trying to explain that there are only so many ways to play swamp rock. After a demonstration on his guitar, he said, yeah, it's the same interval. What am I supposed to do? Get an inoculation? In, in, a, in a 1997 interview with Goldmine, Fogarty said, I approve that. No, I didn't copy myself. I invented something new that really sounds a lot like me. Do you fault? Do you find fault with Elvis for sounding like Elvis yeah. when McCartney sounds like McCartney or Dylan sounds like Dylan? No one else ever had to go through that. Not only, uh, not only did Fogarty win the lawsuit, but he successfully countersued the court costs, claiming the lawsuit was frivolous. So, so without further ado, uh, here is John Fogarty's Old Man Down the Road. <laughs> Nice beach. I, you know, I like that song, and you know, it wasn't until I did the research on this one that I realized that it was a single shot video, and it follows that that chord. And uh, I, I, they said they used trickery, but you know, it was kind of done in like a black and white, and mm-hmm. I couldn't see the trickery unless they do small cuts when it goes like through, because the camera like goes through a sunroof of a car. And like that one point there's dogs chasing it. It reminds me a lot of that uh, Tom Petty. um, What was that? It's good to be King. What was the one that they they did in a single shot? I think so. Yeah. Or or like the Spice Girls one. uh, Was it? Tell me what you want. Maybe. Wasn't that one? That one was done in a single shot, too. But that one was impressive because there was like a thousand actors on it. Tom Petty just went around in circles the whole time with crap going off behind him. This one literally walked down the road. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, if you get a chance, hop on YouTube, play it. I'm sure it's free. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> you know, you know, what's funny about your, uh, what if the Jits is monitoring? Uh-huh. So, so you know who, so that's from back to the future Two. Yes. When the future Marty McFly is talking in needles through the, through the
1: TV. Through the visual, vi- yeah. Yeah. Through the visual phone. Yeah. Yeah. And and
0: and so he's worried about you're your, talking through Skype, right? So Skype. basically through Skype. And so, you know, um, but so do you know who the Jits is? No,
1: who's the Jits? Well, that's his that's their supervisor. Yeah, that's the supervisor. But is it what, what, what's the significance of it? Well, so do you remember?
0: Big um, Fry! You're a fud. Yeah. Read my fox. Yeah. yeah. His name is Ito T. Fujitsu. Okay. So that's
1: okay. why he's the Jits. Fujitsu. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I figured his name was Fujitsu. But I, yeah. you know, didn't yeah. want to yeah. sound racist or anything because, you know, he could be Smith for all I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Beach. Uh, <laughs> let's look at the Pac-12 Bowl games that are coming up. Okay. number of teams made it in the bowl. Looks like we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams in. All right, Beach.
1: But not not the Beavers.
0: So first up, uh, on Saturday, December December 21st, we have Uh Boise State versus Washington in the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Interesting about this one, Beach. Chris Peterson coaching, coaching his last game for the Washington Huskies. Against his former team, the Boise State Broncos.
1: That's funny. Yeah. Huh. You know this is a tough one. Um, what's Boise State's record this year? Did they do pretty well? Yeah, they did
0: okay. They were actually looking at possibly breaking into the um, playoffs, uh, but uh, or at least into the one of the the sixth. Uh, the six uh, New Year's Day bowls, uh huh. But um, I believe Cincinnati got in there over them.
1: Hmm. I think. Um. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so Boise I'm gonna St- go. Boise
0: State ranked 19th at 12 and one.
1: I'm gonna go with Boise State. Oh no! Sorry,
0: Memphis got in above them. Memphis won that game. Okay, they, they're twelve and one. Okay, I'm going to go with Boise State. I'm taking Boise State. And this is just going to be you and me on this one.
1: Okay. No, um, Kyle. No, Kyle. I am I, too. I, I'm I
0: taking hate. Boise State. You hate Kyle.
1: I hate you, Kyle.
0: I too will take um, Boise State.
1: Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I I, I, I,
1: I, Oregon or uh, Washington's got nothing to play for because yep. their coach left is leaving unless they want to just give him a a good send off yeah um but oregon's or uh, washington's been so up and down all year long i just don't see him closing the deal
0: i don't either all right beach uh we've got two games on friday december 27th first up usc versus iowa in the san diego county credit union holiday bowl i'll pick first i'm gonna take usc
1: against who iowa iowa i like nothing good do you
0: yeah i like iowa they kurt Ferenc runs a very solid program you know they always they're they're not gonna what are they this year i think nine and three and Mm -hmm. they they just play solid and it's uptight you know it's i mean up up standing program they don't have lots of issues they don't have off the field issues at home games they do that thing where they wave to the sick kids up in the hospital
1: oh yeah that
0: i love that that was cool i just i think it's a Um, solid program i just think usc has too much speed
1: okay you know what i'm going with iowa okay you know uh, it, it goes back to we also thought uh uh, Utah had had too much physical strength, and they got beat. I think USC is going to overlook these guys.
0: Yeah, okay. It's basically a home yeah. game for USC because they're just playing down in San Diego. All right. Up next, second game on Friday, December 27th, Air Force versus Washington State in the
1: Cheez-It Bowl, which is played at. the And I hate cheez It. I do, too. Like, I'm- most disgusting, vile Gross things ever invented. Whoever made that and put it and produced it and said, hey, these are good. What? Are you on crack? I'm the same way with like cheese flavored um
0: goldfish Anything, crackers.
1: The only thing good, cheese flavored, is like Doritos. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, why would you eat that when God gave us Doritos? Yeah. So actually, Disneyland gave us Doritos, but still.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, so that game was played at Chase Field in Phoenix.
1: Okay. Um, uh, well, my Denny's with me right now. Cause we're going to go see, and she's a, she's a Wazoo, uh, grad. So we will, we will support Dunny's alma mater and say Wazoo.
0: Okay. I'm going to take air force. I think they're, uh, they their run game is going to give, uh, uh, Wazoo fits. All right. couple games left beach. First up Monday, December 30th. Cal versus Illinois in the Red Box Bowl.
1: That one's. I didn't in. know. I, I, I'm kind of wondering how much longer Redbox is going to be able to afford to have a bowl game. Uh, well, it's so.
0: it's in the it's at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara.
1: Okay. Which is in the parking lot of um, Great America, California's Great America. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Cal. I'll take Cal. You're going to take Cal too. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll take Cal. All right, we got two games on new year's eve first up florida state versus arizona state in the sun bowl
1: i'm taking arizona state because florida state no longer has a coach actually they just i think they were just working on
0: signing one Um, i'm gonna take arizona state too then up next after that utah versus texas in the alamo bowl i'm gonna take utah
1: i'm taking utah too They're going to make Texas their bitch.
0: Yep. They're going to hook those horns. All right. Then there's one final game. This hurts my soul a little bit. Wednesday, January 1st. Oregon versus Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl.
1: Wisconsin's going to get redemption for uh, last week's loss.
0: No. I, too, am taking Wisconsin. I think so, too. I I
1: think I think Oregon shot their wad mm-hmm. uh, all, all over their um, tube sock. But um, anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so I also think they shot their wad for games last uh, last week. I think they, they pulled out all the stops for Utah. They got nothing left.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, Beach. So uh, that is it for the bowl games. Okay. All right. Anything else to add? This will probably be our last podcast of 2019. We will definitely get together after the first of the year and record another show.
1: Okay. I kind of like that idea of doing a, you know, I do like when we do at least one or two. Um, winter
0: one, winter one or and
1: two. spring shows. Uh, yeah. And, well, not only that, but uh, when we do a, a tailgate for the baseball games.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. You got anything yeah. else to add? Uh,
1: n- uh, no. No so I think we're uh, good what movie are you guys going to go see tonight uh gonna go see dark water that's the one about dupont oh nice and the chemical dumping
0: yeah and uh, mark yeah. ruffalo being this mark
1: ruffaloist yes exactly he's kind of a liberal commie but uh he, he's a good actor and you know so yeah. i appreciate i can overlook his uh, shortcomings yeah for if he plays a good part and this looks like it'll be a good movie yeah well good Good, good, good. Big fan of the Regal. Not not that we're getting paid for sponsorship, but big fan of the Regal movie card. Because $21 a month, unlimited movies. That's pretty so, good. Can you go to one a day? Yes. Uh, I think we can do one a day. Um, actually, I think we can do, do, we do more than one a day. Okay. I don't know. We've never gone to more than one a day. But we try to go and see at least one a week. Uh-huh. Um, because it's $21 a month. If you see two movies, you're up. And then on top of that, they give you 10% off all your concessions. Oh, that's and nice. A, and then sometimes they give you, and then sometimes they give you bonus crap as well.
0: Oh, that's nice. Hey, this yeah. is this is the first time we've ever recorded in front of a live audience. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Danny Dun- uh, doesn't even know
1: how, how how rare this is. Yeah. It's
0: not, I would so. say studio, but you're out in the studio. You're in the trucks. So. Well, it's
1: kind, of, it's, it's, kind it's, kind it's kind of your studio. It's kind of your studio on
0: wheels, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I would call it that. So, all right. Okay.
0: Well, I, want to, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number one thirty-eight of Illegal Participation. If you'd like to comment, submit suggest a suggestion, or ask a question, a few ways to get in touch with us: HeinerTailgater@gmail.com, at HeinerTailgater on Twitter, HeinerTailgater on Facebook. Remember, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play Podcast, Stitcher Radio, I Radio and now Spotify Radio. You can listen to us in any of those places. B, do you have anything else to add?
1: Nope, I'm good.
0: Well, until the first couple weeks of 2020, here's a great big go, Bees. Don't like it
1: since you're your time But everybody wants some I won't to you. Everybody wants some Baby, how about you? looking for yeah,
0: yeah Hey, Billy. What the heck happened?
1: I don't know.
0: Like it just it, record, it went for 10 seconds and all of a sudden it was over. Okay. Yeah,
1: that, was a quick pod, that was a quick podcast. Are we calling that an episode?
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Because unlike the other episodes, at least that one recorded.
0: Yeah, well, 10 seconds probably works for you, but not for a lot of other people. All righty.
1: Uh, so do we have an audience broadcast. there? Uh, no, no. I was going to grab Dunny here in just a second, but I haven't grabbed her yet. Okay. Are you ready to go? So I told her I might be rec- I might be recording out in her uh, driveway for a bit. All right, you ready? So okay, let's go. I'm gonna be parking here a second, but let's go and do this.